you know, as I say a lot of times, some of the most poignant times of my life were in my childhood, the shaping of what you become as an adult, experiences you have. And you, in retrospect, you look at them differently now, but at the time, there were these fresh experiences that you would have that, well, there's no better word for it than that, just fresh experiences that you remember for your whole life. And... Uh, I, I'll probably reference this a, a, a few times, but I had a friend that I grew up with in the early, very earliest part of my life. I mean, I'm talking kindergarten through till he finally kind of vanished. Uh, in my 20s but um, it was really kind of interesting I've and I told this story with um, my fellow artist friend Ken Ruzik one time when we were uh, rooming together at Tiki Oasis he found it pretty entertaining so I thought well uh, you I guess it's entertaining. <laughs> so I'll tell it again. My friend, uh, his parents were kind of, um, that, you know, they were different. You know how we all, in, when we were kids, uh, if you go to someone else's house, it smells different. They make different food. So their house smells different. Their parents are a little bit different. And it's always uh, sort of intriguing. Because, uh, you know, you're, you're not used to their, uh, their style or their traditions or what have you. But my best friend at that time, when I was about... I'll say this happened when I was about nine. We used to dress up like army men all the time and play these war simulation things. And, you know, we would, we would have our plastic army helmets and canteens and everything. And we would go around pretending we were uh, in some war. At the time, Vietnam was going on and at its peak and we didn't really understand the uh, seriousness of it but my friend's dad was a World War II uh, Navy guy burly guy short but burly big hanging Navy tattoos on his forearms and a crew cut that he never changed even though he was now far from being in the Navy anymore and uh, he could be kind of, um, how do I phrase it? 
He could be uh, uh, very direct and strict, you know, and uh, yet at the same time, our buddy, you know, so he encouraged us to be boys. What he thought was boys be boys kind of a thing, but at the same time, he had he had he had certain uh, um, restrictions <laughs> to to our uh, behavior. So this one time, um, and I'm going to tell other stories, but about this same scenario of my friend. I, I hesitate to say his name because, um, I mean, I don't know. You never know who's comfortable with being talked about, even though I know this, this guy is not really a social media guy. Let's call him James. So anyway, James um, and I, were um we were uh, uh playing army and all dressed up and doing our thing you know uh crawling through bushes and uh we had plastic uh machine guns you know that kind of made noise and yet and and we'd also make our own noises with our mouth you know like I remember one was <laughs> you know we'd make all these noises like you know we thought were war noises we were just kids you know yeah and so, uh, anyway, and the dad always was smiling. I mean, this former U.S. Navy guy, he actually was decorated because he was a a, a very respected Navy uh, mechanic. And uh, long story short, he was um, he he got a job with. A major manufacturing company, and uh, then he got injured by a machine that that uh, that, that that injured his hand. So he was on, I guess it would have been disability or or whatever. So he retired early, but he was always in this garage. So all this stuff happened in the garage. In, in my friend's dad's garage his dad was always pounding away on metal and making things he fixing things and it was always interesting to watch him but at the same time he decorated his garage with it was kind of a man cave I guess you'd call it a man cave you know, nowadays there was a lot of calendars with uh partially clothed women on them and a pool table in the garage and other things so you know for a nine year old boy it was kind of 
intriguing, uh, to say the least. But anyway, so this one time, and um, this scenario will repeat itself in different situations that you'll hear me talk about. But this one time, um, we went and we were playing pool and there was this old refrigerator he had in the back and it was filled with beer. He loved Coors beer. And so we're like, Hey, um, we're playing, we're playing, um, pool and we're like, my friend goes, Hey dad, can Tom and I have a beer? I mean, <laughs> nine years old, right? Uh, you're not, you're not supposed to be drinking beer, but he goes, sure. Yeah, go ahead. You know, have a beer. Um, and so we each grabbed a beer. And I hadn't had beer before. And um, we popped the top open, you know, and I took my first sip and it tasted like, like hell. But I pretended to be an adult and drink this beer while I was playing pool. I thought it was pretty cool. And then his dad also had this monumental stack of Playboy magazines off to the corner. And <laughs> I was we were like uh, intrigued and not sure how far we could push our um, freedom here in this situation, should I say. Well, my friend goes, hey, Dad, is it okay if we look at a Playboy? And he goes, he pauses, you know. He stops pounding away with his hammer over in the corner, looks over and goes, well, you know what? Sure. But if you laugh and start giggling and all that sort of stuff. I'm go he, uh, to his son, he says, you know, you're going to get a slap and Tom has to go home. So, these conditions, uh, you know, sounded reasonable. So, we, 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 we grabbed a random Playboy magazine while we were we, well, we were sipping a beer <laughs> and hating every moment of the of the taste of the beer and um, we're going through these Playboy magazines and we're looking and we're seeing things that you know we hadn't seen much before for the first time for a nine year old boy and uh, he even said at one point again he goes you know Remember, uh, you can look all you want. If you start acting crazy and giggling and all that stuff, you're done. 
So um, we're going through this magazine and, uh, you know, seeing this different stuff and holding in our uh, <laughs> our true uh, reactions. And we get to this one picture. I, I, and I want to say it was probably the fold-out, as they called it in the Playboy magazine. And this girl... And these magazines were old. I mean, he's had these forever. I mean, these were probably from the first Playboy magazines that came out, whenever that was, the 50s or whatever it is. You know, this guy's an ex-1940s Navy guy. He probably started collecting these things in the 50s. His, my friend's dad. And um, we get to the fold-out. We open it up, and there's this girl, and she's topless and bottomless, but the topless part was her boobs were so pointy, they, they look like ice cream cone shapes, you know, they were, they were like, they were like the orange cones you see on the street you know when they're doing some construction um they were <laughs> they were so weird so of course the two of us you know and my friend had a mouthful of beer trying to choke it down he just lost it I mean, we both started to, we just, we just lost it. You know, we started to laugh. I remember the beer shooting out his nose as he was, he just, he just couldn't, you know, hold it in the, the laughter. When we saw this girl with the big pointy boobs and, um, well, let me say, I kind of knew what was coming. I think he did too. Because even though we laughed, you know, we could hear the hammer from my friend's dad stop. And uh, he looks over us, you know, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but I could see by the look on his face, he wasn't very happy with the fact that we were starting to giggle because he already asked us not to do that if he was going to let us if he was going to let us do this you know that was the rule no giggling and uh, so I see him starting to head our way and I was like oh god I know what's coming so of course <laughs> grabbed the magazine tore it out of hands and gave my friend uh, a decent slap on the side of the face which he threatened you know he was a slapper so you know you knew you're he used to say you know to my friend you know you're gonna get slapped and Tom has to go home and, that's, and so before he even told me to go home I had already collected my army gear <laughs> My my play army gear, put my helmet on and got ready to leave the situation. 
and uh, walked back to my house. Um, and that, uh, how should I say it? Uh, you know, I can remember walking away and hearing my friend's dad continue to lecture, you know, my friend about how he trusted us to, 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 to sit there and be mature and we weren't capable of that so no more Playboy magazines no more beer and uh, that was the end of that uh, <laughs> but anyway it's a memory I, 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 I can still see like a little movie in my brain and though it was dramatic and how it ended, uh, I, I cherished the experience and wanted to share it with you. Because that's part of life, right? Especially in our childhood, uh, when these things happen. You remember them, and there's some little lesson in it, you know? There's something that shape, shapes you later times of your life and of course in this case it certainly was a lesson to me that if I ever saw pointy boobs the last thing you want to do is start to bellow out laughing <laughs>